This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. News broke late last week that rocked the church, at least where it was reported. But it wasn't reported as widely as it should have been, which is typical, so let's fix that now. A draft of a document was leaked to a German traditional Catholic who reported on its contents, which was then translated for Barate Celi into English. The document contains the wicked plans to destroy groups like the FSSP. I say destroy because its purpose is to do the work of Satan by sowing division within the ranks of the priestly fraternities itself, to get many to act in overtly schismatic ways, to get their priests to engage in what Rome will be able to call acts of schism. Or so those acts would be seen in the eyes of heretics in Rome pushing this program, because if it goes that far, many of you will, tr trust me, will side with the priests. Let's have a look at the reporting on this story. I'm going to begin this by reminding people of something Our Lady of Akita warned us against, compromising with evil. At Akita, Japan, Our Lady told Sister Agnes Sasagawa, quote, The church will be filled with those who accept compromise. Satan will lead many priests and religious away from God. He will concentrate especially on consecrated souls. The loss of so many souls causes me great distress. End quote. The implication here is that compromising with evil causes one to lose their soul, and what could possibly be more evil than to suppress the sacred things of the faith that have been used by the church since the beginning, since to do so will lead to the loss of the faith of many of the laity. Because that is what we are talking about here, so get comfortable, because it's about to get ugly. News broke late last week that the Traditionis Custodis II that I had been warning about coming had been leaked in one form or another from the Vatican, an early draft of that document at any rate. Such a leak implies that there are still good priests and bishops who work in Rome and want to see this stopped by public outcry. Let's see how people react. But the leak contained a dire warning. The Vatican is going to move sooner rather than later to basically ban all of the preconciliar forms of the sacraments and force the FSSP, Institute of Christ the King, sovereign priest, and groups like them to attend Vatican II re-education and force them to say the new Mass and to do away with the old Mass and the old form of the sacraments. Again, this broke late last week, and I wanted to check the veracity of it before reporting on it because this is not a report to be taken lightly. The story was translated into English on Rorate Celi from a highly respected German source named Michael Charlier over at samorumpontificum.de. As Gloria TV describes Mr. Charlier, quote, Charlier has published accurate reports and predictions in the past. Francis wants to, quote-unquote, return the Roman Rite communities to the single mode of celebration of the new pseudo-Rite before publishing regulations for Traditionis Custodis. According to Charlier, papal delegates will be sent to these com communities. Unlike commissioners, they won't replace existing superiors, but will be their superiors. Their mandate is, quote-unquote, to reconcile their communities, quote, with the spirit of the council, end quote. The document contains pure evil and is written in the spirit of Antichrist and Lucifer, for its purpose is to divide the communities of traditional priests and religious against each other and internally. That is the work of the devil. If you see any Catholic organization, lay or clerical, working to divide the faithful, that is the work of the devil. Remember that. It's why I don't tell you what mass ultimately to go to, that you have to make that choice for yourself. But let's take a look at the document. For Mr. Charlier's work, quote, Questions about the future of the Ex Ecclesia Dei communities had remained largely in the fog at that time, 
and were not redressed in the modu proprio either, it means traditionis custodis. Apparently the actors themselves were not yet clear about their plans in this regard. This seems to have changed in the meantime. The informed circles, which like to quote sources without further specification, expect the initiation of measures before the end of this year, which should lead these priestly communities back to the only way of celebrating the Roman Rite, as it is so nicely called in the expression of the Roman Neo-Orwellians. The matter is viewed as urgent because the opinion has prevailed in the circle of the authors of Traditionis Custodis that the implementing regulations for the motu proprio, which regulations have already been expected for some time, could be formulated and put into force only when the problem of the priestly communities had been solved, at least in principle. According to our information, a special law on this matter is not currently expected. Apparently, Rome is of the opinion that the status of the communities as societies of pontifical right opens up immediate possibilities of access. For this purpose, papal delegates could be appointed who, although they would not replace the existing superior, as would a commissioner appointed by the Congregation for Religious Orders, would nevertheless be superior to him. These papal delegates would instruct superiors to take all necessary measures to reconcile their communities with the spirit of the council, and as a fundamental first step toward this, to order the general celebration of the Reformed liturgy. On this plan, basis for its inclusion in pastoral care could then be developed in collaboration with local bishops." It sounds complicated, so picture it this way. The FSSP will now have a personal representative of Francis the Great and Merciful, whose express job is going to be to first force the priests of the fraternities to stop offering the traditional sacraments aside from the Mass. No more traditional baptism. No more con traditional confession. No more extreme unction. Or and no more traditional form of ordination. And all the rest. They'll be forced to say the Novus Ordo Mass, at least privately and in community, which for those who don't understand why that's a big deal, the new Mass, said every Sunday at the vast majority of Catholic parishes, was designed by a group comprised of confirmed enemies of the Church, led by Archbishop Anibali Bugnini, who was exiled from Rome for being, as Paul VI called it, something worse than a stonecutter, whatever that could possibly be. He worked with a council of anonymous Protestant ministers and theologians to design a mass that stripped away many of its most Catholic elements. If you want more information on that, read Pope Paul's New Mass by Michael Davies, which goes a great deal into all of that big mess. But many priests of the FSSP and similar groups flat out refuse to say the New Mass. They won't do it, and some have said they would go independent as priests if need be to keep from submitting to an evil order from Francis like this, for scrapping the traditions of the faith, for ignoring quo primum, for going along with a violation of quo primum, is evil. However, the priests would be permitted for a limited time to continue saying the traditional mass publicly. That will be done out of pastoral mercy, as they claim. You know, it's so merciful to send your thuggish overseers to force priests to comply with an evil edict, but the rest of the sacraments are to be done away with. The Novus Ordo form must be used. Many don't understand why this is a big deal, but the sacraments were changed by Bugnini and others after the Council. I am one of the biggest skeptics of Vatican II, but even I'll say that the Council said nothing about changing the sacraments, but it happened anyway. For example, baptism was changed. In the old rite of baptism, there were several minor exorcisms performed over the person receiving the sacrament as part of the baptism. In the new form, those are all eliminated. According to Mr. Charlie A's report from the Vatican, there is no scenario in which the traditional ancient form of the sacraments is to be permitted. While they claim pastoral necessity, this document is authoritarian in nature, in a way that is another break from the traditions of the church, because this is not how popes act. 
This isn't how they have acted in history. Quote, It would not be the mandate of the papal delegates to negotiate in any way with the communities or their superiors or the fundamental decision of transition to the Novus Ordo. In fact, the lack of any dialogue between the Pope and the communities established by his predecessors to maintain the traditional liturgy or their advocates such as Cardinals Burke, Brandmuller, Zen, or Mueller is perhaps the most striking feature of the whole process. It takes place in an authoritarian, even dictatorial form, for which there are few models even in the papal history of earlier eras. However, it is precisely in this form that it corresponds both to the unbridled and despotic character of Francis and to the lack of ideas and arguments in post-conciliar theology and liturgy, which up to now has been able to develop a certain persuasive power only in those places where, under modernist and secularist influence, attempts are being made to emancipate oneself from core elements of the traditional teachings of the apostles. End quote. That's the key here. The heretics in Rome, led by the chief among them, Francis the Destroyer, is trying to emancipate not only themselves, but the church from the teachings of the apostles, which is why Francis has said elsewhere that we are to stop clinging to the rigid certainties of the faith and to open ourselves to his god of surprises. The author of this document continues, though, Remember when I spoke about forces trying to divide the church internally, doing the work of their father below. Quote, This point of departure opens up extremely unpleasant prospects for short- and medium-term development. It is conceivable that the papal delegates will be able to persuade at least parts and probably also majorities of the leadership of some communities to submit to their own twisted understanding of obedience. It is hardly conceivable that all or even the great majority of their members will follow them in this regard. The communities will break up. That might well be in line with papal strategy. The split will have an even greater effect on the communities of tradition. Ordinary people in the pews are thoroughly fed up with watching their beloved Catholic Church being transformed into a secular zeitgeist agency by faithless bishops in the regions and curial officials in Rome who are addicted to modernization mania. The already existing split between the secularist universalist and the simply Catholic camps in the church will deepen, and that split certainly reaches a good deal further than the adherents of the traditional liturgy. It is quite conceivable that Francis, as he lets slip in a rare moment of clarity and truth, will go down in history as, quote, the Pope who divided the church, end quote. Francis said that once. He actually believed that he would be the cause of schism at some point. Here we are. He goes on and reminds the priest reading the document to not do anything rash, to not engage in overtly schismatic acts, meaning do not just go independent yet. Remember, you will be declared in schism by the actual schismatics in Rome. <laughs> Make them do this. Make them act like the ultimate rigid clericalists. Make them force modernism upon you before you respond. Do not respond in action to this report from Mr. Charlier. You won't have to wait long if he's right. All this is supposed to go down before the end of 2021. Although... It may get delayed. We expect a Traditionus Custodis a little earlier than we got it. But remember, it's already the first full week of December. You're not going to wait long. I'd expect this to happen before the end of Advent, honestly. Given how they like to soil Mary, major Marian feast days with their evil acts, this could happen on the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, or near to it. If that does happen, I'll have the report on it as soon as it drops, so make sure to follow my work if you can. But here's where the story gets even worse. From LifeSite, we get this headline. Vatican source, Pope to attack Ecclesia Dei communities in February. This development must be seen in light of the attempts by Rome to steer the traditional contemplative orders, such as the Carmelite nuns in Fairfield, Pennsylvania, away from their original and stricter charisms. What's going to happen? 
If the good priests in Rome who reported this are to be believed, then what's coming is that the FSSP, Institute of Christ the King's Sovereign Priest, and the other smaller groups around the world will be receiving apostolic visitations from Archbishop Roach's office. When traditional religious orders received visitations like this in the past, it spelled doom for them. Groups were dissolved or were forced to embrace modernism in the name of a false sense of obedience based on something called ultramontanism, which is the heresy that says that just because the Pope says it, it must be true, and that we must obey everything a papal claimant orders, even if that order is intrinsically evil. From that article, quote, A German Catholic website reported that, according to its source, the Vatican is planning a crackdown soon on the traditional Ecclesia Day communities, going so far as to implement quote-unquote papal delegates for them and suppressing the use of the traditional Roman Missal and its sacraments. LifeSite News found a source who confirmed that Rome is preparing for visitations of the three largest communities to take place in February 2022. These are the Priestly Fraternity of St. Peter, the FSSP, the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, and the Institute of the Good Shepherd. As LifeSite News was able to learn from a source in Rome, the visitation of the major Ecclesia Dei communities is being already prepared. Our source said that people are already being interviewed by members of the visitation team, headed by Archbishop José Rodríguez Carballo. The visitations of the three major ED communities are to start in February. Carballo, according to the source, is heading all of the visitation commissions for the ED communities. Carbio guided the visitation of the Fairfield nuns that took place at the end of September. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano commented on Carbio in a recent statement. The Ecclesia Dei communities are those orders who receive the official approval from Rome to use a traditional Roman rite and live out a traditional Catholic life of faith, with several of them coming originally from the SSPX. They are still called Ecclesia Dei communities, even though Pope Francis suppressed the Ecclesia Dei Commission itself in January 2019. They now fall under the guidance of the Congregation for Religious Life. Among these communities are the Fraternities of St. Peter, the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, the Institute of the Good Shepherd, and numerous other orders and institutes throughout the world. Because they are exclusively dedicated to the traditional faith and liturgy, they are now especially targeted thanks to the Pope's new July 16th Moda Proprio Jailers of Tradition. One senior source in the Vatican told LifeSite, The goal is the destruction of the Ecclesia Dei communities and of the contemplative orders. End lengthy quote kind of demonic influence must one be under to wish for the destruction of the contemplative orders? But why are they doing this? It's, I mean, it's rather simple. There's really a twofold plan here that is really obvious. First, they want to end sacred tradition forever. Our faith flows from the liturgy, and virtually anyone who transferred from the Novus Ordo to the traditional Mass will tell you the same thing. The difference in theology that flows from the Mass becomes obvious between the traditional liturgy and the Novus Ordo. It can't be escaped. You, you only miss it if you're not paying attention. It becomes more readily apparent when you go back to the Novus Ordo later, even if for a single Mass. As Cardinal Parolin said back in June, We must end the Latin Mass forever. Why? Because the new liturgy and new faith are not compatible with the old. The rupture in the history of the Church becomes obvious if the old Mass is permitted to continue to exist, and its continued growth across the West spells doom for their project of remaking the Church in the image and likeness of Caesar. But the second part of this is what must come next, forcing everyone into the SSPX, then excommunicating the SSPX and its adherents. It's really that simple. 
Obviously, that would be just as illicit and unjust as it was when the bishops of the SSPX were excommunicated in the 1980s, because now it's obvious that a state of emergency exists in the church, and that Lefebvre was right all along. If you don't believe me, go read his book, An Open Letter to Confused Catholics, or listen to my reading of it. I have it here on this channel. But it's simply this. They demand loyalty to their new version of Catholicism, and they want the actual faith buried forever. There is a third aspect to this, of course. There have been whispers in Rome already that the uh, Eastern rites as well, the Byzantines, Ukrainian rite, the Greek Catholic rite, name an Eastern liturgy, name one, and the whispers are that they've got their sights set on them as well, that they need to be Novus Ordoed up, that they need to get with the times, that the liturgy of St. John Chrysostom and the liturgy of St. Charbel and others must be eliminated and replaced with something more with the times, more accompanying, more encouraging for dialogue and less of a stumbling block to, block to our separated brethren. It's coming. There is no shelter. But what is the reasoning of this? Why are they doing this? Professor Kwasniewski was in communication with Mr. Charlier, who clarified some things to him. Quote, the author has clarified his meaning in an email to me. Traditionis Custodus alleges all TLM-exclusive clergy to be illoyal to the council, thus conveniently equating the council and the spirit of the council as seen by Bugnini and his followers up to Archbishop Roach. On the other hand, Traditionis Custodus also assumes that most diocesan clergy, and in Germany, Central Europe, this is often the case, are steeped in this spirit and therefore will celebrate the TLM in the right spirit meaning trying to use readings from the modern lectionary, modern heretically translated lectionary, and contemporary songs, altar girls and all the rest, meaning communion on the hand, all of that, in order to make a smooth transition to the Novus Ordo, end quote. This is about their failed council, their failed spirit of Vatican II. This is, as many have said, about the synod on synodality, which is happening right now across the church which is really just a de facto Third Vatican Council, meant to force the spirit of Vatican II to work the evil of Francis's demonic god of surprises on the church. This disloyalty to the council is what this is about. They are trying to preserve their failed revolution in the church because they see the writing on the wall. The growth of sacred tradition in the church spells the eventual end of modernism, maybe not in our lifetimes, perhaps in our grandchildren's. And so they are acting in a draconian manner to preserve their evil work. And they will fail. So remain steadfast. Stay rigid, my friends. Stay rigid like the wood of the cross that bore our Lord and was the instrument of our salvation. For evil may have its hour, but our Lord does win in the end. That's the news that rocked the church over the weekend. Why is so much evil and eternal wicked division being sown during Advent? I don't have an answer to this, but I can say this safely. Be wary of anyone at this point who is trying to warn you against the alleged evils of traditional Catholics. Be wary, because there is an overt attempt to bury the faith and replace it with the ape of the church, and many Catholics will sell out their principles and their faith to be a part of that project. So be wary and pray for them. But let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.